Okay. All right. Okay. I'm I'm ready. Fine. Hi. Um, I'm Rebirth, and today I'm talking to my friend Melissa, who I've known for. Not very long. How how long have we known each other? Like a year? Like, I'd say, or maybe no, less. Six months. Yeah, six months. Seven, eight. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah, around around that time frame. But um, yeah, and we met in university. Uh, Melissa came to study for a semester abroad. Melissa's from San Jose, California, and um, yeah. So we'll be talking a bit about traveling. We'll talk a bit about studying abroad and what that experience is like. And we'd also talk about what's happening in in my country as opposed to what's happening at home for her and whether that's different, whether that's similar on various levels and things of the like. So let's begin with the fact that, okay, so you came to study for your third year, for a semester in your third year to London, right? Yep. And had you ever been to London before that? Uh, have Have you traveled in Europe before that or was this your first time? No, it was my first time and it was like a dream of mine. Okay, well, when I was young, I always wanted to be like in a big city during Christmas time, which wasn't like the main reason for me studying abroad, obviously, but that was like <laughs> one dream I had and I always wanted to go to Europe and I never had before I went abroad. Um, I'd only ever traveled in like California, in the US and then to Brazil to see my family. Um, so yeah, that's, I really wanted to study abroad in Europe and the UK had good schools, and I really wanted to go to London, because if I'm going to go to the UK, I mean, I'm going to go yeah, to London. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was really exciting. And what was that like? So, okay, so was it very different? Would you say that the university culture in London is a lot different than it is um, in the United States? So you're studying in, U- you studied in UC Irvine, right? Yeah. Um, so was that very different from King's, or was it very similar? Were the people very similar? Were they different? What was that like? It was, for honestly, it was really different, um, and I didn't expect it to be as different as it was. I think the biggest difference was, well, there were two things. The The way the campus is laid out at King's College is completely different than, like, UCI, and there's some universities in the U.S. that are, like, more similar to King's, like, especially in New York and things like that, but my university, UC Irvine, is, like, one central campus, and it's right. like in a circle and all the buildings are there in one spot and you can get across campus in 10 minutes. King's has like, what, five different campuses throughout the city right. of London. <laughs> you have to take the right. two. So to get from basically one doesn't even have, like, it doesn't have one big campus. I get what you mean. Yeah. It's like the city is like, you know, the, the city campus, is your, like, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. was so, so cool, which is like what I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, just the students, it was so global at King's like so international because in the U.S. it's very diverse in the sense that there's a lot of like children of immigrants um so you have people from different backgrounds but we for the most part everyone grew up in the U.S. right right Um, but there in King's there were students like from different countries like up in different like of course like you grew up in a different country than Mm. I did and there were people especially from all over Europe um so that made the whole experience as a student like in the classroom and everything like I had one class where no one was British like no one was from the UK so um it made it a very 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 cool experience in the classroom yeah right I can imagine um because like for me so what the situation was for me was that I had never studied in an environment where, you know, people, the majority of the people were international, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'd never been in an environment where 
I could converse with people who belong from different cultures, from different traditions, who follow different rules and, you know, who lived in different social environments. So that was a very new experience for me. But it was very, it was very refreshing in the sense that at the end of the day, I realized that people are fundamentally the same. I mean, like I didn't see a lot of difference in the way, you know, people joked about certain things or how sense of humor was very different. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I like that was a major concern that I had, like not a major concern, but then just the fact that, you know, I want people to find me funny. And and then, and then, yeah, and then people don't find me funny in general. So that was, that was a refreshing change. Yeah, I know you do that. That's very (laughs) But, but, um, but anyway, so was that like, was it like that for you as well? Was it, was that like one, one of your, what were your major concerns? Like, was there any concern where you were moving abroad or was that, was it just very positive? Mm-hmm. Was it, yeah. I mean, I was, my situation is different than yours where you're actually like studying your full time at university in London. Mine was, I was there for three, four months. So it wasn't like as intimidating, like, oh, I'm going to have to live here forever. Um, but I was, I remember being very like, not very, but but quite nervous before going because it was like a big change. But I was also mm-hmm. more excited just because I knew it right. was gonna be, I just had no idea what to expect. And then when I got there and I started meeting people and making friends um, at the accommodation and at the university and then exploring the city and traveling, I was I didn't want to leave. <laughs> so it, very quickly, I was I felt at home. I mean, it was it was a great time. And like you said, the people at like the university and our accommodation and everything. Yeah, they're not totally, I mean, we're all, it's the same age group as my friends in the U.S. Like, you can only be so different, <laughs> you know, so right, I mean, exactly. yeah. it was, it was, it was easy to, to, you know, to meet people and, and be able to relate to them. Right. And it was very, it was very evident that you were very excited. I mean, like, I don't remember a point in time when you were sad in your London experience. You were just traveling <laughs> there, here and yeah. there. And then, yeah, you had quite a good time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then, so. And that obviously manifested in a lot of traveling and we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But before that, I wanted to ask you, so you were studying, what was your course again? You were doing something business related, if I'm not wrong? Yeah, at Kings, it was business management. Right. Um, so, okay. So let me ask you a bit about that. So you've been studying like, okay. And what's your main module in back home in the US? Is it also business management? Yeah. Well, we call it business administration, but yeah, it's the same thing. Right. Fancy, yeah. right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So is it very different or was a lot of what you were studying in London a lot similar to what you studied in the US as well, like academic wise? Yeah, like, I guess in print, uh, when I was in London, I took all business courses, which some people when they study abroad, they'll take like general ed type things. But I, I did all business and um, I really liked the classes that I took, first of all, for the most part. Um, and I guess the topics were similar to what I like learned here. Like I've taken HR classes here and there I had to take an HR class. But the difference was in London, it was an international HR type of thing. Uh, okay. And I took like a government and business class. And that obviously it was like focused on the UK government, which is something that I hadn't really studied before. Um, and my entrepreneurship class that I took in London, it was like we we heard from entrepreneurs like from Europe not just like the UK but like they were from Spain and anyway um so I think that mm-hmm. overall there were a lot of like principles in the subjects I was studying that I already knew from or not already knew but I had been exposed to here at my university right. here 
but there it was like a totally new perspective like the way that the well the way that the professors taught were different there was class once a week like that's so strange to me like one hours here it's like three hours a week like three days but um with a tutorial was it actually like that though or did you consider going to class once a week because you were traveling like throughout no i went to all my classes (laughs) (laughs) i never skipped class um i had a really nice schedule too oh that's another thing here or in the uk you don't choose your schedule here like in the u.s we choose our schedule there it's oh yeah i got a nice one um i i had like mondays and fridays free and wednesdays as well so yeah i was able to (laughs) be flexible right right so that's that was a, that must have been a lot of fun. It's not like that for law students. I, I just know. have you know. But um, right. Um, so yeah. So since we're on the topic of coming to London and then traveling, you said that you'd not been to Europe before. That so mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the countries that you traveled to, you'd never been to the, them before as well. But so did you have a plan that you wanted to visit all these countries, or did that just kind of just happen? It totally just happened. I had in mind a few countries that I really wanted to go to. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it was going to be in England. And then I was like, oh, I should probably go to like Ireland and Scotland because they're nearby. And right. I thought well, there were some countries that I thought I'd go to. Like, I thought I'd visit Germany or mm-hmm. um, like Prague. But I ended up not going like to those places. And some of the places I went to were because of the people I was traveling with. Each mm-hmm. of us, there was like a group of four people, four of us that we um, usually went with. And everyone had like, oh, I want to go to like France this weekend. We're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> or I want to go to Greece and things like that. So, so it, it was very much like as we went along. And I remember when we would plan trips, some of them I did with this group, some of them I did with other friends, um, one I did by myself, but it was always like within two weeks of the trip actually happening. So it was right. very much just, right. you know. And I was not invited to even one of them. I remember I that. But don't I know. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you were always busy. <laughs> right no 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 I was invited I'm guessing for one of your trips but then yeah I was busy (laughs) (laughs) but um no so you've been to okay so let me let me then (laughs) just break it down you visited 10 countries in the span of four months so that must have been crazy um so could you just list down like the countries that you went to oh my gosh okay I'm pretty sure you'll forget one but I I know I will (laughs) um (laughs) well there was England obviously there was um I'm gonna try to go in order like chronological order I went to Belgium and then I went to France uh Spain um Italy Greece uh Portugal Scotland Ireland oh my god there's one missing (laughs) do you remember so we've covered Spain right um I said Belgium France Oh my goodness. Uh, was it uh, Netherlands? You've been oh, to the Netherlands. I always forget that. Yeah, yeah, I went to Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So that's 10. All right. So, go. okay. So, and what place did you like the most among all of these? Oh, that's hard to choose. I mean, okay, I'll give you like top three. I loved, well, of course I loved England because I loved London because that's where I spent most mm-hmm. of my time. Um, mm-hmm. But from the places I went to, I really liked Scotland, actually. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but Edinburgh was really cool and I went to the Highlands. Um, I also loved Spain um, and that's one that I did like half of it. It was a solo trip and then mm-hmm. half of it I met with a friend. But um, I remember so- I helped you shop for Spain. Uh, yeah, we went shopping the the day or the night yeah. before I was gonna go. Yeah, thank right. you. <laughs> I had a great yeah. outfit. No, um, 
yeah, I loved Spain. And I, I have to say, I loved Greece because we went at a very nice time. We were lucky with the weather. And um, that was during reading week. So we had like time at Mykonos on the island. Um, and it was like paradise for me. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was off season. I remember you telling me mm-hmm. that it was off season and not a lot of tourists were around. And that's why you had such a nice time over there. But mm-hmm. um, And I remember your time in Italy uh, because we have a few common friends in between um, yes. <laughs> who are Italian. And then... I remember you really liking the gelato there. You just couldn't oh stop. And I was there, like writing my essays and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad you had a nice time. Whatever. But, but um, so yeah. So, okay. So is that something that you enjoy doing or is that something that you kind of found um, to be nice, like traveling as a concept? Do you like traveling in general or, or did you happen to realize that you like it once you traveled all around Europe? I've always liked, really enjoyed traveling. The difference, I think, is that when I was abroad in London, um, just being in Europe, it's so easy, relatively speaking, to get around to different countries or even different cities. Like, well, you have trains, you have uh, buses. I took so many buses to like other countries and I didn't realize that was like a thing or you could fly and it was like a quick hour or two. Here in the US, I love to travel, but it's, I mean, I've been around, but the US is so big. And like road trips are usually the way that we do things. And, um, and again, when I was there, my academic load was less so because I was just doing classes and here I'm usually like working and doing class. So I don't have time to actually travel here. Right. <laughs> um, right, right. I can and when I do, it's usually to visit family. So it was more like, right, the but then that must count as well. I mean, because, um, so when you visit family that's in Brazil, mm-hmm. which I can imagine must be a nice experience as well. Oh, yeah. um, but so you, like, have you been to any other place apart from Rio where your family stays or have you just been to Rio? No. Yeah. And when I'm saying I go to visit family, I really just, I've only ever been to, to Rio. Um, I've never been to any other place in Brazil to actually travel. And I would like to someday, but it's, it's mm-hmm. already so hard to go there and like expensive and everything. So we want to make the most right. of our, time with our family. I can totally imagine. But what's Rio like? What, what, what's, what's that time like when you go to visit family? What, what's it like? Yeah. Um, well, Rio's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful and the people are really great. The food is amazing. It mm-hmm. is like a bit dangerous. So I would advise yeah. anyone who visits to be careful, but um, no, when we go, I mean, we have family in, in uh, it's not the city of Rio, but it's like the city next to Rio. Um, right. So we go there and we stay with usually my grandparents or my aunts Um, it's a lot of going to the beach because even though when we go, it's summer here in the U S but it's, uh, winter in Brazil because hemispheres, but, um, yes. Uh, but even though it's winter there, it's like as warm as our summer here. Like it's so nice. The weather is Mm -hmm. so nice. So we go to the beach. Um, we eat a, we eat a lot. We eat a lot of, you know, the barbecue that my grandfather makes and, and, you know, our family takes us to eat all the, all the treats and everything. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really around. And we, we do do some touristy stuff every once in a while, like, you know, see Christ the Redeemer and Sugarloaf mm. Mountain and things like that. But that's, um, it's always a little bit <laughs> riskier to go to those places because the touristy places, right. here, you know. Of course, I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I could see because, so we stayed in the same accommodation, right, you yes. and I? And um, I could see that you're going out a lot and you're making a lot of friends. <laughs> and I'm going to embarrass you here for a oh, moment. No. I'm going to talk about the first time we met. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> so we were on a rooftop. Uh, was yes. it on the rooftop or was it on the first floor? It was, it was on the rooftop. It was on it? the terrace thing. Yeah, on the rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so 
your version of the story goes slightly different than mine but uh, <laughs> i was in a circle and you were in a circle and you overheard us talking and we were clearly the better circle because well oh my gosh but yeah and then you were like oh my god okay so then then we started talking mm-hmm. and uh, you couldn't pronounce my name at all <laughs> and, and uh, so that took some time like for you to get used to but then i remember uh, like so we were all talking about where we're from right and then i asked you also oh, where are you from and then you're like can you guess and i'm like oh my god i just made yeah. the upper hand here by saying oh you can't pronounce my name and then what if i guess it wrong so um so then i was like okay so you're from chicago and then you're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm like um maybe new york because those are the only two places i know and then and then i guess california and then you're like yeah i'm from california so that that's what that was like but um because i remember that uh so i think why we became friends was because <laughs> so we were in a circle right and then we everybody was saying hi my name is so yeah. and so and i'm from italy hi uh-huh. and then and then it came to me and i'm like hi my name is rebert i'm an addict and then everybody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah hi rebert <laughs> uh so yeah that was that was fun but um so yeah so while we're on the topic of you know traveling and finding things different and you know uh, just kind of like although it was a welcoming welcoming change but then it was very different right so a lot of what is happening right now um at home for me in london and also in the us is very similar on the count that you know there are a lot of social movements that are happening mm-hmm. in the us and similarly so in, in india so what do you have to say about that like is it is it happening very close to where you stay um i know that the black lives matters movement is really taking wind in the us mm-hmm. um so what would you have to say about that is it is it you know are there repercussions um is it happening in a smooth and you know fairly all right, right. manner or yeah so yeah i mean it's been this movement that we're seeing right now has been going on i think for a bit over like 20 days um mm-hmm. from when it first started with the protests and i know i don't know what people in different countries are seeing but i do know that in different countries they're they're continuing with their own movements you know representing right. the same ideals and everything which is really really great to see because it's not just you know a problem in the us but anyway um in terms of like where it's happening where i live it's i mean i know that the violence was really big in the news but in reality um the protesters weren't really the protesters who were there for the right reasons were not the ones causing violence and they were not the right. ones looting um and escalating and everything so the protests are still continuing today just to give an idea but like i have not seen it on the news like on tv at all i see it on social media and i know it's real because right. i mean it's live you know you see it's happening now mm-hmm. but the news likes to report when it's violent you know because then right have more yeah. to say <laughs> more to right. speculate but um in reality it's it's a really 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 important movement and as we know it came about after um of i mean really after George Floyd's um murder but you know there were a few before that and we're still fighting you know for justice with Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. and so many others um and today actually i was going to say today is actually Juneteenth um which do you know what Juneteenth is No I don't. I know, right? No one knows and it we we weren't like taught this in school and it it's not talked about. Now it's being talked about because of, you know, the movement that's happening. Mm-hmm. But it's basically it's I guess it's not an official national holiday yet, but it should be um but it's the date that um the last or I don't know if it was the last last but the final slaves back in the day were like officially freed because in school oh we learned 
um, that Abe Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, freeing mm -hmm. the slaves. But in reality, right. that didn't happen that fast because A, news doesn't travel like that. B, if the states were still under Confederate control, like they weren't about to let the slaves be freed and the slaves didn't know, of course. But anyway, mm -hmm. so only two years later on June 19th, did um, in like Texas, which was the westmost part of the country at that point, um, right. did the Union General come in and, you know, say like, oh, you're free. So that was kind of, that's two years after it was officially kind of signed. Right. And that's so interesting. It's interesting because you, because uh, uh, does everyone in America know what Juneteenth is? or is Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, that, I can that, tell you, I only learned about it recently. And I, I mean, I, I like to think, I grew up in a fairly, you know, progressive area and you know but even then our schools don't teach that our schools teach right. civil war but that's about it like they don't teach about how you know the impacts today which is really what we're seeing and fighting for now right but um i think that there's probably a lot of people thankfully i, I think now with you know the help of social media i see everyone sharing today about juneteenth and the story and the facts mm -hmm. but so hopefully and that's and that's now. that's one of the positive things about you know uh, movements which have the help of social media, but mm -hmm. I, I find a lot of similarity between what you just said and what's happening over here in India, mm -hmm. right? because a lot of what we study in school also they like the education seems to be very filtered in the yeah. sense uh, that what we get to know is not a lot of what actually happened, right? And that can really change someone's perception of how things were. Um, and I think that's that it's very important to bring like bring facts out and you know say things for what they are um, but obviously that can have its own ramifications and repercussions but um, so yes uh, so so where you stay like in your neighborhood is mm -hmm. is it also taking a lot of wind there is it fairly silent there or is it just like a nationwide movement which is happening fairly everywhere it is a nationwide movement um, happening in many cities especially the major ones where I live so I live, I mean, in a like a more suburban area. So in my like immediate neighborhood, no, there hasn't been any any protesting. But there is. Um, so like you said, I live in San Jose. So there was San Jose is a bigger city. So there were there have been um, some protests, and they did get violent um, in the beginning. I know, um, but uh, thankfully, I think that now they've kind of died down in terms of that. And Cupertino, which is a smaller city that I live by, is um, also had a protest, um, which was peaceful. So they're happening around here, but um, I mean, it's, it's been safe. Right, right. And that's, that's good to know. I mean, as long as people are taking proper safety measures, I mean, I'm all for that. Um, but so while we're on the topic of similarities uh, in, in culture, a lot of what I tended to, like, what a lot of what I noticed in, in university was that I really got along with everybody. There aren't a lot of people that I didn't get along with. Because you're and so likable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help that. But, uh, but yeah. So, and, and I think that's very similar for you as well. I think you got along fairly with, with mostly everyone. And I think I'm the sort of person who constantly needs to socialize, who constantly needs to make friends and just go out and have fun. And I couldn't do a lot of that with you. But like, I blame I you. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember the day that we, I don't know if you remember this, but I had a potluck at my place and mm -hmm. I, I promised to cook with chicken, but I forgot that it was a Sunday. And so on Sundays in London, everything closes by five. Oh yeah. And, um, that was so yeah. weird. Yeah, and then I just had broccoli at home. So I made what I was going to make with chicken. I made that with broccoli and then I pretended, oh my God, this is such a nice Indian dish. And all of you 
like agreed to it and then pretended to like it. I don't know if you guys actually liked I it. I did. But... I remember that. I liked it. Yeah. Um and yeah, and like and we've had like good times like that, right? So, um is there anything that comes to mind right now like any particular incident in London that you really remember very fondly like a very fond memory in London say mm-hmm. for instance so is there anything like that that you would like to share i mean thankfully i have many um like you said right. i didn't really have any any bad bad times when i was there um and i'm like you i i need to be around you know people and friends and be socializing right. so i guess my fondest memories are probably at the accommodation when we would regardless of if it was like our group or you know my other friends or anything um you know at tea talks and things like that oh, yeah, or just absolutely. in the at the yeah. terrace i also have very uh, uh for the sake of this i'll share one that was with you but um when we met up in covent garden oh yeah that was such a nice day, oh yeah. my gosh i love that yeah and then that's right after they had uh like turned on all the christmas lights and everything so it was mm-hmm. beautiful there were trees everywhere and right. people everywhere pre-covid um and, and, right. then, and then we know, ate dinner and walked yeah. to walk yeah you should just meet to your friends and they were so nice and then yeah we got dinner then we met up with like other friends you know it was it was really nice yeah and i like how easy it is to just run into people and meet up and then you know go to a different part of the city yeah i know you i i remember you introduced me to heroes am i pronouncing it right yes yeah i'm not (laughs) like like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah you didn't introduce me to it but like yeah i was like hey melissa you want to eat something and then you were like yeah sure and then we went to this place and i'm like yeah let's have gyros and then you're like that's not how it would have you ever been to greece no (laughs) like oh my god like (laughs) um but yeah and then so yeah i i remember london very fondly and especially now that that i'm not there i only Mm -hmm. remember the good bits right so but like after the coronavirus thing happened and then obviously the US is one of the most affected like severely mm-hmm. affected countries right has that had had a major impact on the fact i know you graduated very recently and mm-hmm. everybody who's graduated this term i imagine it must have been fairly difficult um just coming to terms with the fact that your graduation won't be well normal right yeah um you told me how your graduation went which was pretty nice come to think yeah. of it but but so so just like explain to us or like describe that day. Yeah. what was it like yeah. i mean so graduation the way it's supposed to be is you know it's a ceremony in our arena at on campus and you know there's speakers and everyone's packed in there and you do the whole tassel thing and you throw your caps right. in the air your family's there um so obviously that wasn't possible and i know that different universities are handling it differently what my university did is that they ha- held a virtual ceremony as many did um and they're saying that maybe in December there will be an in-person ceremony, but I'm not counting on it. <laughs> and we can also right. walk next year if that's a possibility. But anyway, but for this this virtual ceremony, it was, um, I mean, I can't complain. I was at home with my family, which is like the mm-hmm. most important thing again. Um, and, you know, we watched the ceremony. I mean, I had taken some pictures just for fun, you know, in my backyard. Shout out to my brother oh. for being patient. Um, but. <laughs> And I had a lot, I mean, I love my friends and they were, I like told them about the ceremony and they all tuned in, which was, I, to me, that was like, that was just so sweet that they all watched, you know, my slide pop up. I can up. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then like the thing that just like, it, it blew my mind and I was so, it was, I, I, I cried, but my, my family was like, oh, let's go out to the front yard. 
and like take pictures there and I was like okay whatever <laughs> okay <laughs> and then we were there and um you know I had my cap on and and then I, I hear these cars like I see I hear this honking and then I see some cars coming and at first there was also a FedEx truck which is like male right and I was yeah. like oh is, is the is the FedEx guy honking like did he, <laughs> he like celebrating for I was like that's so sweet and then I realized <laughs> that my friends <laughs> were like four of my friends five of my friends were like driving over towards my house it's like a little carpet and they had balloons and posters and I was like oh my what? god I know and then um so that was just like the sweetest thing and then some of my friends who couldn't like um physically drive over they were like calling in on the phone so um that's amazing that was, that was so like that was like the, the absolute sweetest thing um but yeah so I honestly it was I was talking to to people about this it wasn't the graduation I expected by mm. any means but in some ways, and of course, I wish the situation wasn't the case, but in some ways it was like, it was, it was so much more memorable and special. Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah, that, that was, I mean, the best of what you can, you, you know, what, yeah. the best graduation ceremony you could have had under these circumstances. Um, so, yeah, I mean, why, okay, so since we're talking about all of this, and I know that, you know, it was a very different experience for you when you came abroad to study for an entire semester and we spoke about how that was in terms of how you traveled and everything um is it very different so i i know you have a lot of friends who aren't you know like they've grown up in america but then their origins have been elsewhere right like so, so mm-hmm. indian american say for instance um so have you had a lot of friends like that or are most of your friends just like americans like white the, americans yeah. yeah white americans right so um, is it very like so is the culture very different because so we call like okay so the, my, Indians who grow up outside on are non-resident Indians or NRIs right so the NRI culture is very different from right. the prototypical Indian culture right so is it very different in in America do you have a lot of friends who you know aren't white Americans I don't know if this is an appropriate question but oh then, no yeah. of course <laughs> yeah. Um, right. yeah I mean so this is because of the area I grew up in because I know that like people's idea of America is obviously like white Americans I don't know mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly like southerners and stuff like that or Hollywood type people. no it's not that bad <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know I met people abroad who were like so tell me about and I was like that's not that's not reality um no but where I grew up again the Bay Area in general is like more diverse um right. but specifically I mean, I, I live in San Jose, but Cupertino is the city that I, you know, went to school in and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And Cupertino is where like Apple is, you know, the, the head. Oh my God. Can I just tell you <laughs> your obsession with, with defining no. <laughs> Cupertino or like, so you know where Apple is? Like because when you open. No <laughs> one knows what Cupertino, I think it's cool. Cause I, well, the first time is um, someone like in, in Irvine, I told someone like, oh, I'm from Cupertino. And they're like, oh, I know that because like, it's the default like city on my weather app on my iPhone. And I was like, oh, I didn't like notice that. I just thought it's cause I live there. But anyway. So then so you that, borrowed that. As- yeah. So I went abroad and I'm like, let me tell you where I live (laughs) but anyway um no but around here it's like significantly Asian American um in the you know in terms of the population here like my high school was I don't know what the numbers are but I'm sure the majority was Asian American and that's the this is where I grew up so for me it's and there were very few white Americans there were some Latinos but um and very very few black Americans but anyway I remember this very 
um such a nice story i don't know it just comes to mind right now when you uh, you told me that you had a sari when you were oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and yeah. this incident in class i want you to tell that to me again oh my goodness such a nice story Okay um well like like I said everyone you know around me was and the majority of my friends I would say are Indian American um but so but including when I was very little so when I was like 3 or 4 my best friend at the time was this Indian American girl and I was this Brazilian American girl so you know we got along our yeah. parents were friends but um so yeah we were close our families were close <laughs> and her mom got and I was always invited to like Diwali. So I guess I'll tell this story first. When I was in preschool, um our teachers were talking about Diwali and you know explaining what it was. And one of the teachers asked like, "So who here celebrates Diwali?" And I raised my hand. <laughs> because um because for like the whole 4 or 5 years of my existence, I had always gone to Diwali like celebrations. Um right. <laughs> which so it was like I was like, "Yeah, I do." And then the teacher was like, "Oh no, honey, like You know, so and I was like, no, trust me, I do. Like I know. And um anyway, so this this like family uh friend of ours, the the their mother, the mother gave me a little like orange sari. I was like four years oh old. Anyway, yes, yeah, so I had a sari <laughs> back in the that's day. That's amazing. Yeah. Um so <laughs> that's yeah, that's where I grew up. Yeah, and then I remember you telling me, "Oh my god, I like Indian food." And then I was like, "No, you don't." Like and then you were like, "No." Then you started naming Indian food. Like, oh, you really do. Like, um yeah. So I mean, I mean, I can say like I I think it's like safe to assume that you know, like we've I mean, you've still had a fairly diverse childhood and then growing mm-hmm. up and all of that. Um and a lot of the friends that you made, I don't know, I don't know if you had a lot of American friends in London. Mm-hmm. um but i don't think you did i think a lot of most of your friends were not from america right um so was it i mean what was that like was it was it a lot similar to what you were used to or was it mm-hmm. right like did you like the fact that there was so much diversity did you have experiences where you got to know things that you didn't or oh, yeah. didn't imagine to know yeah i love i mean i loved it it was like that's what i wanted like i wanted to meet people that weren't what I knew and I liked that most of my friends I had some friends who were there on the same program as me from like universities in California but um and those were usually the people I traveled with because they were the people who were interested in seeing Europe everyone else right. had already seen it cuz they grew up there um but no I love that a majority of my friends most of them obviously like european but there were i mean there were other people like you um right. and a bunch of other people from like australia and like all these different countries but um yeah I know it was I definitely learned a lot. I think mm-hmm. that there were there were some like you said earlier like I was I mean everyone's relatable and we're all kind of in the same boat. But there's certain like norms that I learned from people that I hadn't mm-hmm. no I mean I mean my eastern european friends <laughs> were very right. to like heavy drinking and things like this and they and oh my God, and yeah. you know certain things that I had never even heard of and I was like like they would talk about this like the stuff and and i would be like i i'm sorry i don't i don't know what you're talking about so i learned yeah. they told me about a lot of things um but even in term i mean like in food like again the food i grew up here is is very different from what i was exposed to when i traveled or when like you know certain friends would tell me about about where they came from and we had that potluck where you cooked and mm-hmm. uh, you're very authentic <laughs> indian <laughs> um and we had our italian friends cooking and everything so that yes. was like really and i remember that one day when we went to 
I think that was towards the beginning when we went to Weatherspoons and then, you know, I, you just couldn't see me after a point of time that I was kicked out of the pub. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, that we've had some fun times. I mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think it's been more or less the same for me in the sense that there were a lot of different things that I kind of understood or got to know along the way. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Like there were, like you said, there were a lot of things that I didn't know or, or a lot of things that, you know, I wasn't used to, um, that I kind of, you know, understood or I kind of even got used to. Um, and obviously like what I really like about the fact that since you were there only for four months, but, and, and within those four months also, you were traveling a fair bit outside. Even then, when you were in London, you had a pretty, um, a pretty defined schedule, right? You used mm-hmm. to go running uh, in the Olympic Park, and then you know there were you had a pretty like compartmentalized schedule. Do you think that's very important when you're studying in university, or especially when you have so much going on around you? Do you think it's very important to know what you're gonna do? Um, I mean, I think that varies person to person because I know people who just like everything's kind of on a whim and that works great Mm -hmm. for them. For me, that's just more how I am. Like I schedule, I schedule everything like on my calendar. Oh my God. I remember (laughs) having an alarm for when to wake up, when to do this, when to go there. And then (laughs) like not an alarm, but like on your calendar, right? And then like, even when you made itineraries for trips and stuff, right? Like, well, I I guess. I will say one thing about being abroad, like when I would travel to the other countries, I became way more like, I guess I loosened up more in that sense, because I wouldn't, I mean, when, you know, my friends and I would go, we knew some of the things we wanted to see, but that was something that I had to learn was kind of like, let go of like, okay, let's just, let's just go with the flow. Let's just stumble upon things. Let's, let's not rush. So anyway, that was something that I had to. Is that something you're used to saying, or is that something that you really had to force yourself to say? Oh, no, I had to, yeah, definitely, that, that took effort, um, but no, yeah, I'm very much, like, I like to have, and I mean, I mean, I had my, my class schedule when I was there, and I like to, I like to make time for, like, things that are important to me, so, like, I would try to run, I didn't run nearly as much as I, I should have, mm-hmm. but um, compared to how I am here, like, in Irvine, when I was studying there, I, I had much more of a tight schedule than, <laughs> than what mm-hmm. I did in, in London, because a lot of my time was, like, oh, go, go, like, hang out with friends and things like that, so, um, a lot of it wasn't decided. And it was also partially because of the environment that I was in and the way that London is and how it's different, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, I think, I think it's very important to recognize that, you know, you kind of need to like relax a little, especially when you're outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always ask this to people on my podcast. So you're interested in business. You've been studying that for a fair bit. You've even gone abroad to study it. Um, so is there something that you'd recommend to people who are going through that path, uh, like that career path right now? Uh, because I know there are a lot of people who are interested in the dynamics that business mm-hmm. has to offer. Um, and, and not just in America or India, but everywhere. It's, it's a very sought after course, right? Um, I know you're still going about it. It's still pretty nascent, right. uh, but, but even, even then, like, is there something that you'd recommend uh, to people who are pursuing or interested in pursuing business or, you know, um, I, I'm not quite sure, like, what your interests are further mm-hmm. further down the lane, but then what would you have to say to people who are in a similar, you know, situation as you are? Yeah, um, well, business is a very broad term. 
And um, if you take, if you, if you study business, usually you'll have to take an introduction to each of the different kind of areas. So you'll have to do finance, accounting, marketing, organization. Like there's so many, and there's a lot. Is that, there that any courses. one that you, 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 you personally like a lot? Yeah. So the way that my program worked at Irvine, I was, um, we had to like specialize in at least one area. So I specialized in two. One was marketing and then the other one was organization and management. Um, mm-hmm which is kind of the area that I'm looking now for my career is uh, right. something in, I mean, eventually become a manager, but specifically in areas that are more uh, like client based and in the technology industry because of where I am. So like business isn't everything, like mm-hmm. everything has a business component to it. So um, right. for people who are looking to get into it, I mean, there's a lot of really useful resources even online if you're not studying it full-time that teach very important um principles I guess you could say like I think that everyone should is a strong word but I think everyone could um learn or take like a basic like business course because even if you're going to be like an engineer like there are business courses that will help you you know with interviewing and resume building and things like that or you know if you want to if you're I don't know, a chemist and you want to start your own, you create a product and you want to start your own business. Like there's so many, it's inherent in everything. Um, and right. for someone studying business, you kind of have to figure out what specific area you want to go into. Um, and I think that the best way to determine that is exposure. And right now things are obviously <laughs> very different. So, um, right, of course. you know, we have to adapt to that. But I think that the, the benefit of having something like business under your belt is, mm-hmm. like I said, everyone that's present everywhere so um it's and I think that also I do have to say this I always got teased by like my friends rightfully so for being a business major because you know the reputation is like you're a capitalist and you're just interested in exploiting people and making money and I was like well what can I say (laughs) just kidding um but no I mean that is I mean that is very true and that happens like, like there are huge monopolies and um you know really poor treatment of people and but Anyway, you don't have to be, you know, like that. And I've worked in, um, like, while I was at UCI, I spent, the the job I had there was working at a nonprofit um, and working with, you know, local communities and helping kids and and providing them with resources about finances and everything. So you can use like your powers for good, you know, like, um, there, there are like a lot of organizations out there that, you know, are, are, their mission is to, you know, give back and things like that. So I just want to put that out there, you know, don't hate on people (laughs) just because of that. That's wonderful. Um, Yeah. Because, and what you said is so true because like, especially what you said about everything being a business. And I think that the West or in America, that's, that's being used very well because like, even if you see in the entertainment industry, like, you know, stand up comedians, say for instance, or even talk show hosts like Ellen, for instance, Mm -hmm. they are capitalizing on their talents, which is their sense of humor. Right. Which I think it's very important to do. Like, I think it's very, because that generates so much more employment and awareness and so much more. Right. So it, it does have a pretty positive side to things as well. And I think that's very important to take note of. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Because, you know, like while we have you and it's very, oh like, just like because of the time difference right now, it's so I difficult. Know. To it's talk. been so like, difficult oh to just <laughs> have this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. oh gosh, we talked about so much, I guess. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I can think of anything. One thing that I was thinking about that you asked me a question and I was like, Oh, I should have said this. Um, 
Oh, because you asked what I learned when I was there, you know, right. like in terms of meeting right. people. I have to say this because I think it's so funny. Um, right. Like I, one of the things I learned when I was in London is like how loud I am. And <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I know, it's shocking, right? No, I, I think I'm a very like, a fairly soft spoken person. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, fairly yeah, self totally think you're very <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in like in some settings like in public I'm not like yelling you know but yeah. um around my friends I'm I'm definitely yelling you know but yeah, that's like yeah. normal here and I also come from like Brazilian background where everyone's like we yell <laughs> but that's yeah. a good normal thing so when I was there and then um like I would constantly be told by like especially my friends who were from the UK and from Europe in general they'd be like like, oh, you're so loud. But I quickly learned that loud doesn't just mean, like, your voice. It's, like, how you dress and, like, how you, like, I don't know, how you interact with people. Because you'd be like, oh, you oh look God. so loud right now. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is my toned down wardrobe that I brought for the winter. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had to say that was that was so yeah, funny. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I became mean, so self-aware. I mean, yeah, I, and that's weird because, I mean, so I belong from an environment which is pretty loud by that yeah <laughs> it's very vibrant in, in a lot of aspects and and I think I'm very loud as a person as well in the literal sense of the word um and I got told that as well like I got told like not like not according to what I was wearing or what I was doing but um but my decibel level right like when I <laughs> literally spoke, yeah. Spoken, yeah like li- very literally uh could you please speak softly? And then I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Inside voices, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and then London as a city, in in general, it's it's just such a silent city, right? Like oh my gosh. everybody keeps to their own, and then everybody, uh, you know, is minding their own business, which is good. I I I respect that, but it's just extremely private. If if too private is a thing, like I don't know if it's a thing, but you know, it kind of it kind of bothers me even now. But uh, so, is that a difference that you noted, like over there? Oh, yeah. Um, I think that, like, it, it was also strange to me because I was told, like, that, like, British people are more, like, they reserved and they keep to themselves and awkward sometimes and things like that. I'm, like, I walk, when I'm walking, in, you know, around my university or on the street, I'm like, hi, like, I say hi to random people. And I'm very, like, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't do that in London. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. Like, you're crazy yeah. if you do that. Um so yeah, that was something that I had to kind of adjust to. But I did, I was thinking about it and I was like, that doesn't make them like mean or unfriendly people. I actually thought that British people were like very, very nice and like helpful, and welcoming. They just, they just kind of need to be approached first for you to find that out, you know? Meanwhile, here Absolutely. in America, it's like, it's more common for people to be like, how can I help you? But it's less genuine, I think. It's more like okay. a customer service type approach to like everyone you oh. see. But you're not necessarily like, I don't know, in the UK, not, when someone helps you, like, they want to help you, <laughs> you know? Right, right. I told, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I'd like to ask you, like, since I already asked you about business, I'd like to ask a similar question to people who want to study abroad, whether it's for a semester mm-hmm. or whether it's full time. Um, weirdly enough, even though we live in two completely different countries, uh, which is very like they're very far from each other as well. But we had a fairly similar experience studying abroad, right? But if someone were to consider going outside for a semester, is there something that you'd recommend to them um, based on your own experiences? Um, well, first of all, I would 
well, I know that right now things are, it, it, that's not really possible, but um, I would super highly recommend going abroad, even if it is just for, you know, there are even like week long programs abroad. Um, right. I think that being like, I was abroad for like three and a half months or so. Um, and that was like a really good amount of time for me to, again, travel and, you know, get to know the city I was in and make friends. Um, and it wasn't too long that I had to be away from from, you know, home. I didn't get, I, I really didn't get homesick, but anyway, and everyone has their own experience, but I think that if anyone does go abroad, pick, I, I would do, you know, do your research before, make sure that it's somewhere, you know, where you can either, knowing the language helps, but mm -hmm. if you can learn the language, if there's like a resources for you to help you out there, um, I think just being open-minded is like really the biggest thing, because, and That's be prepared true, yeah. to like, I mean, people say like it changes you. It doesn't, it doesn't, you're not a different person. Like you're still, you know, you have the same values and everything, but you're just, you've seen so much. There's so much added to your like just new experiences that it gives you a whole new perspective and it makes you think about a lot of things differently, including like how you think about yourself. So it's a very, right. it can be if you, if you allow it to be very like transformative, I guess you could say. Um, but again, you have to be open to that. And again, I'm, you and me, we're social people. Some people aren't, but even if you're not, like, there's so much more you can appreciate besides, you know, social interactions. There's, there's so Absolutely, many things to yeah. see and places to go. So, I mean, I, I yeah, <laughs> that's all, all I can right, say. I think it's a really nice note to end on. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Thank you uh, so I know much. It's very difficult to get this conversation <laughs> to happen, but yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. I, I really loved enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was thank fun. Thank you. Okay. All right. right. Bye now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>